Hey everyone, um, thanks for joining us this week. I want to give you a little background. Um, Ed has hurt his shoulder in the the World Karate Championships. Uh, someone did a crane kick on him and took him out of the tournament. However, uh, this week I was able to secure a wonderful interview with Jessica DeGiovanni. And I won't get that right during the interview, so enjoy that. Um, she was very engaging, very very nice to talk to, and uh, very passionate about her voice work and work with Transformers. So I hope you will all enjoy Jessica DiGiovanni, also known as Windblade from Transformers Cyberverse. Thanks so much for joining me. Have a great week. Turn Hi, everyone. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Jessica. I turned on Do Not Disturb. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, today, I have a very special episode. I have star of such shows as The Narcissist, Forever Split, The Other Two, and many more, including starring as Windblade on Transformers Cyberverse. So welcome, Jessica Giovanni. Excuse me. You did it. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so my, my Welsh doesn't do that that well, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, you did you did fantastic. It's thank you so very nice much. to meet you, Evan. Thank you so yes, much for having as me. Well, uh, we've been uh, interacting over email here and there while you've been um, doing projects. So um, I'm glad we finally got this chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really, I mean, you know, we're going to have a conversation today and we'll kind of start at the beginning here. Um, so how did you get into acting and do you have particular actors, actresses you look up to? Yes. Um, so how did I get into acting? <laughs> I think so for me it's always been and I don't I don't know I think this might be true for most people is that I really love feeling a part of something and I really love um a community and so uh I was being bullied in middle school and I found theater at that time um I mean I had been doing it before I had been doing musicals in elementary school and I loved it but um I really so I had been doing it when I was younger, but I really feel like I was like, oh, this is, this, this feeds me in a way that's bigger than just like having fun mm -hmm. performing, um, in middle school. And, um, I just really found an outlet where I felt like I belonged and I felt like I, I love collaborating with other people and being creative and playful. And so that's, that's pretty much how that started. And I forgot the second part of it. <laughs> I'm no so problem. Sorry. No, no, it's you're like fine. Season, so like everything, it's just, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> my brain is overloaded. Okay, go yeah, ahead. I've, I've been reading these over there to make sure I get them right. Um, so no, actually, so I kind of go off of what you said there. I mean, I, th I think a lot of people who get into acting and drama, they are there, they look for a place to belong. And you know, that actually usually develops some sort of, um, I don't know, a, a place or a family or a community. So I, I was mm -hmm. the same way in high school, so I get it completely. Oh, what, well, what, what you know, would you, what did you get involved in? Oh, I just, I just did drama theater. Um, oh my gosh, you musicals. did. I never really had the voice for musicals besides chorus, but okay. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was kind of nice being part of something and just, I don't know, kind of almost not really supposed to be, but kind of flying by the seat of your pants because you're up there interacting with other people in real time. So that was always kind of fun to me, but I, I never pursued it past, you know, high school and things like that. I I took that year off from school, which came back like 20 years later. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah actually, no, it went into science instead. So we all have our different paths in life, but um, I kind of- Science is so creative. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I want to get back into to you though. Um, so 
I know as as an actor, um, you probably have looked up to different actors and actresses over time. So yeah, there you go, back on. Uh, so we kind of wanted a good idea of who are the people who really inspired you. Uh, Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Jim Carrey. Um. There's other artists that inspire me. Like I just watched this documentary about John Baptiste who's the he played the piano he was the band leader in the on the Colbert show mm-hmm. or sorry his late night show the late yeah. night with Stephen Colbert yeah. um but he really inspires me um uh you know Lucille Ball Catherine um Catherine uh O'Hara oh yeah like that whole like Christopher Guest um <laughs> yeah crew like mm-hmm. i loved those movies growing up oh yeah and uh yeah just like it's always been people who can bring joy to the world and like make mm-hmm. people laugh um but also you know someone like robin williams and jim carrey you know like they also can like really elicit emotional like they they they're able to find the humor in like the dark uh areas in life you know, I guess I'm talking more about like the later Jim Carrey stuff. I mean, his like earlier stuff was pretty like physical comedy, obviously, like Goofy. I loved Goofy when I was little, you know, so people like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think his um his, uh, portrayal as a uh, Andy Kaufman kind of got into that darker idea of um, mm-hmm. silliness, which, yeah, he it was great seeing him in a role like that because he just became Andy Kaufman and Man of the Moon. Uh, so that yeah, I definitely get that. And and Rob Williams, yes, I grew up listening to his comedy, which probably was a little young to be listening to some of the comedy. I was, <laughs> you know, watch some of the special, some of the movies. You know, um, yeah. they were yeah. I, I definitely feel that a lot. Um, you know, so but this, you know, your acting brought you into uh, something that you know myself and others know you from now. Um, it's also nice to see you welcomed into the uh, Transformers fandom. It seemed like you got been getting really nice responses from fans, so it's really cool. Uh, and how did that role for a uh, wind come up for you? Uh, I, it was just an audition that my agent sent to me. I was packing, um, for, <laughs> I was packing for burning man and, uh, <laughs> uh, I was, you know, I was leaving the next day mm-hmm. and, uh, I got this last minute audition. And so I like recorded it with a towel over my head on my phone, like, like <laughs> super you know because because this was you know now everybody has a setup in their house mm-hmm. with voiceover equipment but this was like pre that so most people would i would i would go into my agent's office to audition or i would go to a casting director um their office and like audition there so i didn't have the setup and so it was i was just like all right well i'll just turn it in like this you know um and then i went to burning man and i didn't have um cell phone service there um so which is one of the reasons why I love going and um I got back and I had this email that was like you booked this job and I was like what <laughs> it just kind of like propelled me into this universe and I was like I had to like read up all on like the history of Transformers and like oh what gosh. the AllSpark is and like all of the, the you know the terminology and who these characters are and like you know you could go you could spend years reading all of the literature yeah. on it because it's just like there's so many spin-off universes and you know different you know Windblade has different uh, storylines depending on which one you read so it's like mm-hmm. you know it was a lot but I I have loved being a part of this universe because 
the fans are amazing. They're just like the sweetest. I have so many fans that come up to me like during the conventions. They're like, are you okay? Do you need water? How are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> That's nice though. They did, they're so sweet. And they're like, are you having a good time? And just, um, it's never anything that I ever expected. You know, mm -hmm. I, um, I don't know. I just, I just never was like, oh, I'm not cool enough to be like, <laughs> a cart, you know but it, it, that's that's how it it's happened and it's been um just so great and i think it's also great you know she's fan made so yeah i think there might be some people who feel um connected to her because they helped you know come up with her uh they birthed her in a way you know <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, um, I, I, I've done some um, moderation work at conventions uh, around the Pensacola, Florida area, and oh, cool. people always assume that the um, that the celebrity is okay. And I'm over there <laughs> looking at <laughs> you. You're fine. I totally get that. That's that's inherent in our nature. We want to make you as comfortable as possible. So I love that. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah and um, were you able to? I don't know. With the reading of all the lower and things, were you able to bring in anything? I guess your own personality, your own take on the character at all? Or did we had a very, or did you have a very centered focus about how she was supposed to be as a character? Uh, before I booked the job or after? After. So after um, I was able to get an image of, of Windblade because um, mm -hmm. that really helps me um, as an actor to have some sort of visual to go off of. And um, so they sent me, a, you know, what they were going to use for her and they had mentioned that they were getting rid of like the high heel aspect of it so her feet were like more on the ground mm -hmm. and they were trying to like I guess de in a way like desexualize her a little bit you know because I feel like a lot of times the Autobots or really any of the female bots can be kind of you know yeah a little bit not sexed up but like there is an aspect to them that's like okay this is a very feminine um aspect so I I, I really liked that. So there was a stance I kind of took with her where, you know, so my feet were flat on the ground and really, I really just kind of felt that the power of like a warrior a little bit. And then the wings, right? So like her wings are, so like there's like a back and your chest is forward. And so just kind of coming from that strength, like that place physically also, it, it all informs your voice, like how you're holding your body informs how your voice sounds. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that's that's how I I got into her. I didn't really have any preconceived notions except that I knew that she was tough and she had her conviction um in her purpose which is to, you know, protect the Allspark and protect the uh their civilization, it, you know, is so strong. Um and also in 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 our series as you know, like her and Bumblebee are like brother and sister and like so they really, to me, emphasized that, that they were really, for this series, they really wanted to show um, the beauty of their, like, and the, the love in their, like, brother-sister relationship and how much they care about each other. So I've really focused on those aspects, and that's mm -hmm. kind of how she came to be. Nice. Yeah, actually, and I, I know a lot of that early part of the show, you pretty much carried it. You know, there's little blurs mm -hmm. with him and little, little flashbacks, but I mean, did, did, was there any pressure from you having to like, you know, carry a lot of the early episodes? Did you feel pressure from that? No, you know, it's so funny. I just wrapped a feature film where I was the lead and I had people, you know, because when you're the lead, you're like there all the time and people come, other actors come in and out and they were asking me, they were like, God, you know, this whole thing's on your shoulders. Are you, how are you feeling? I'm just like, 
I love it. Like I, if I could be, if I could be there every day, all day, all the time, like I yeah. love it. So yeah. I don't feel pressure. I feel more like exhilarated and excited, you know, where some people might, you know, but I, I also, try, you know, it's not like I show up and I'm like, Hey, I'm here. Great. You know, like I definitely do the work mm-hmm. and I um, make sure I know what I'm doing and, and what's going on and what I can add. And I'm creative and I love bouncing ideas off of other people and working together. So that's something I definitely bring, but it just, I don't know. I think leadership has, is something that's always come very naturally to me. So I thrive when I'm like, there, like the lead. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I, I personally love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah. So complete aside real quick. Uh, you said you love going to Burning Man. Were you trapped out there this year? I didn't go this year. Oh, you lucked out. I had a job. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I did luck rough. out. That was, that would have been, I mean, but the nature of Burning Man is that like you just make the best of whatever happens. Yeah. So I'm sure it was still fun no matter what. I just I would imagine that like getting out of there was a little bit of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, right. obviously they didn't have like water, food, and stuff. I mean, but there, you know, there's people out there that are that stay extra. So mm-hmm. they there were probably people that had enough. Yeah. It seemed like everyone kind of worked together to make the best of it, like you said. Yeah, I mean, that's the that is kind of what it's like out there. You just Yeah, yeah gifting economy it's not a barter trade it's just like people support each other it's cool yeah they're all there all there for their for the same purpose but uh yeah so when you recorded uh your lines for uh for windblade did, did was it a uh, single like a like a, a studio uh setup where you're in, in, a, in a sound booth or did you do any ensemble recording uh, i would have loved to do ensemble recording but no we were it was what we would each come in one mm-hmm. at a time and like do our lines and leave. I actually never met. I just met Jeremy um, like a couple months ago, actually at a convention <laughs> in person. I had never met him in person before. I had spoken to him on the phone. Um, so yeah, we all recorded separate. So it's basically like you um, would, you just record your line mm-hmm. and we'll go to the next line and the next line, you know, like, so if my line was like, you know, Evan, get back. I would do that like three different ways. And then if the director, Lauren was happy with one of those, we would move on. And if she wanted to direct me, we would do another series of three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, so she would, we would move forward and she'd be like, okay, this is what just happened. You know, cause sometimes I would get the scripts and sometimes I wouldn't get them before. So sometimes I'd be able to read through them and other times it would just be like too much. And I wouldn't, I wasn't able to get to them in time. So sometimes she'd just be like, okay, so uh, you know, Megatron just shot this person with their, you know, like, this is what's happening, go. So, you know, you just kind of have to be like, okay, use my <laughs> imagination, pretend like Bumblebee's right in front of me. And, you know, yeah, I almost feel like there's, uh, there's good and bad sides of that. Uh, you know, I, I talked to David K. a little while back. And um, mm. when they did Beast Wars Transformers, they did a uh, ensemble room, like they basically sent a big U, like a horseshoe. Oh. That's and they, so they nice. all have jabs at each other. People, you know, they almost, they'll just come kind of camaraderie. So I, I kind of see both sides of how they work better in both ways, but still that's really cool though. Um, But you also, did, I think uh, it's more efficient that way. Sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. no, no, please. I think you're, it's, you're, it's more efficient with one person. Mm-hmm. However, I think you get, because if they want a different read of a line, you know, they can mm-hmm. just have you go back. Whereas like the whole cast is there you know, it's a lot more going on, a lot more to record, but I think you get better. I personally think you get better results when everyone's in the room yeah. together. Yeah. So uh, you also did a recording for uh, the Battlegrounds game. 
I did. Yeah. How was that? I mean, I've, I've heard people talk about like other voice actors talk about doing lines on video games or they'll, they'll work with, um, they'll work with say, um, athletes on certain things and the athletes are going there. They're trying their best and they're just takes it out of them after like 10 minutes of just, you know, doing these lines very ferociously. Whereas, uh, they're just going like, Oh yeah, this, this is what I do. I, I can do this all day long. Um, so how is it, uh, how is it doing video game voiceovers for you? I mean, it was, it's basically kind of the same. Mm -hmm. um, I think there were more effort noises. That's what we call Walla. Um, so it was just such a funny word for it. <laughs> I remember the first time I was like, what's Walla? I don't, what is that? <laughs> a dance? I don't understand. And they're like, no, it's like fight noises. And I was like, well, that's a strange word. To yeah, use. really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so yeah, so there were a lot more effort noises uh, for the video game and stuff. Um, but that one, I think I recorded actually. Did I record that one? God, I don't know. That was so long ago. I can't. I think <laughs> I recorded that one here in in my studio at home. Okay. Uh, oh no, yeah, no, that was in LA. Yeah, I recorded that. I recorded that in my studio when I was living in LA. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. And uh, Danielle, what other video games have you worked on? I know you've worked on a few others doing voiceover work. Oh, God. Um, Exos Heroes. I yeah, worked I on that. that. I did a bunch of uh, different voices for that. Like, I don't even know. I think at least like five characters. <laughs> um, and I... I don't know. Is that it? God, I don't. I'm it's so the only sad. one other one I saw. I want to make sure yeah. I wasn't missing any. Yeah. Well, I, sometimes it feels like I am doing more video game yeah. voices because I'm auditioning for video games all the time. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like you know the amount that you book versus the amount that you audition for is like exponential. It's so diff. It's a huge difference. But um, yeah, no, those are the only two that I've done. Okay. So yeah. Well, nice. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so you also worked on some shorts. Um, I was looking at this uh, this one you did uh, called Zen, which is like a 2098 cyberpunk setting. Yes. Which you were really excited about that. So I've, look, I, I've, the best thing about doing things like this is I start adding things to watch to my list. So it's, it's, all these things have kind of joined my list. So I'll be checking them all out. How is it doing that? I want to listen to it soon after we're done here, by the way. So that, so Nick Snow is a friend of mine that I know from years ago, we used to do sketch comedy together. Like, um, and we filmed, we've done so many projects together. Like, I don't even, I can't even remember all of them, but, um, yeah. So he's been getting recently into CGI and all of like creating these worlds. And, um, he reached out to me because he knows I do voiceover and he was like, Hey, would you want to do this project? And so I think I just recorded on my own actually he sent me the lines and I recorded those on my own and sent him some options and he was like these are great and then I kind of had like I didn't really did I know see this is the problem it's so far back um I don't know I don't remember if he's no I think he did send me the visual I think he did send me the visual so I had no no I don't think I had it I don't <laughs> okay. know sometimes, sometimes you get sometimes mm -hmm. you get to see what you're voicing and other times they're just like okay this is what the vibe we're going for yeah do it. um but when i saw the whole thing put together i was like this is sick <laughs> nice I, it was he did such a good job with it i was it was beyond like what i i didn't i don't think i realized what it was but it was pretty cool yeah nice and uh <clears throat> excuse me i know you're also been working a lot on some uh podcasts um scripted podcast things mm -hmm. like you have a uh, protocol helix station I, that was impressive a cast with that also Gwendolyn oh Christ my gosh michael ironside i mean yeah cool. and it won a webby it won yes, it, it won a, some awards yeah well, i was gonna bring that up but that's fine no, kidding. Okay. <laughs> i'm kidding kidding, kidding. Sorry, we can uh, rewind. No, you're, you can you're cut great. that out 
<laughs> no, no. Well, so obviously another thing for the list for me. But uh, yeah, how, how was that working on on that? That's true. That was cool. That was pretty quick as well. That was because I had a couple of parts in that. Um, yeah, that one was also, I think, recorded remotely from home. Yeah, in my studio here. And um, yeah, they were super cool. It was really quick. They were very clear about what they wanted. And mm -hmm. we just did, you know, a couple of takes of things. And that was that. But yeah, I love doing scripted podcasts because I love I love being able to um, act, you know. Well, yeah, it's almost, it's almost like um, our modern version of radio shows, which I, I love that idea of uh, having radio shows. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've gotten involved, in, well, not involved personally, but, you know, following certain um, scripted podcasts. And sometimes they don't always hit really well, but sometimes when they're hit, they're just so good. I love them. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, definitely, it's, like I said, add to the list as well. But he also did one about a year ago called uh, The Key of Love, which is kind of cool. It's a uh, 1940s um, uh podcast uh scripted podcast where he played moxie can you tell us yeah. about that i loved that 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 i love because <laughs> you know i i kind of as an actor i get cast a lot as like characters that are similar to me i mean not as i don't know sometimes i get cast as like character stuff but i i have like a lot of different characters in me so um moxie was like what she was like new york right mm -hmm. a bostonian right? yeah. a bostonian Bostonian yeah she she kind of had a Boston accent she was like totally like brash and like told you like told you like it was you know like if you ever seen um Greece mm -hmm. um she's kind of like a Frenchie in a way yeah. but like a little more edgy character with a Boston <laughs> nice. accent and was, she was just so much fun to play and I had a blast and I did a couple other characters in that as well mm -hmm. different voices and accents and stuff and yeah, that was great. That was, I had fun because that one I actually did get to be um, opposite the other actress. So we got, we actually got to work off of each other, which is super helpful. And we had the oh, director yeah. there and that was, that was in a booth that was in New York. And that one was really fun. I had, I had fun with her. I sure. can imagine uh, not being able to see the person you're interacting with. Just, you know, you know, for, for my show, I work with my, my friend, uh, Ed, we usually do this together. And, uh, before we had each other to look at, we missed all kinds of cues. So I can't imagine trying to record a, uh, a scripted podcast without those visual cues. So yeah. that's, that's got to be tough. So definitely have to activate your imagination, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so also, we're going, let's go to live action, though. Uh, I know you have uh, something coming out soon, like January 31st, called Feud. We play Kate Paley, daughter of Bay Paley, yeah. um, who's called the Queen of New York. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Or is it? too soon to say anything about it no you're the first person to ask me about it this is so exciting so oh, nice. um this is a one of the bigger things i've i've booked this is a uh it's a story about truman capote and oh, wow. his drama with um it's a ryan murphy project and it's about his drama with um truman capote's drama with all of these socialites like new york socialites and la socialites these upper uh class women and Naomi Watts is in it and I play her daughter. So we've got, I've got, uh, I think it's one episode and there's a little bit of a, a storyline there with us, which is nice. And I, I got to work with her and she was, she, I have like only good things to say about her. She's incredible as an actress. Her endurance is mind blowing and she's so incredibly, um, giving and 
generous and supportive and like she really wants whatever she's in i mean at least this project to be good and mm -hmm. to work um and so she works hard to make it that way and it's i was like so inspired working with her she's amazing awesome <laughs> and the sets were incredible and i'm excited for people to see it yeah nice and i know uh you're like pre-production for a, a project called deep fake 2023 yeah, so that that's the feature we just finished. Okay, yeah, we finished that a week ago. Nice. So, yeah, you are you the lead in that? I am the lead in that. Nice. That, is, that I'm super excited about deep fake. Thank you for asking about it. Well, be <laughs> yeah, like, I'm really excited about deep fake. Yeah, I, I want to talk everyone to know more about you as a, as an actress rather than just Transformers. I think it's important to know that you have all these other gifts and abilities besides just voicing a character we all know. Thank so, you. Of course. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, as actors, we just kind of take what comes a lot of the time. And so it's, 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 it's you're lucky if it gets to be diverse like that, you know? Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. Deep fake is really great. It's going to be, it's a, it's a dark comedy. It's a satire about social media mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's going to be really good. I'm excited. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, I can't wait to see something about that. And also, I want to like wrap up though today. Um, I, I saw that you had worked with uh, with Naya Brantley with Thrive Artist Group, mm -hmm. and uh, working with um, working with mental health in acting and uh, entertainment. Um, and I think it's important that we like when I was growing up my, myself. I'm uh, obviously probably a bit older than you are, and uh, when I was growing up, you didn't talk about mental health. It was a taboo subject. So nowadays, people talking about it more freely and more openly is really a positive thing. And I think, you know, people should be more aware and open to the fact that we all have things going on and we all need to deal with things we have. So can you tell me a little bit about that uh, episode you recorded with her? Yeah, um, that was a few years ago. And I think we just talked about being an artist and, mm -hmm. and, and um, how I take care of my own mental health in the process, because our, our profession can be very... Um, that can be it is like hills and valleys more off like more than most careers yeah. um so you really have to make sure that you take care of yourself and you have a really solid foundation and you know self-care and self-love and like knowing yourself and and having a good support system mm -hmm. so um yeah she offered she was offering um a platform for artists to be able to come to for resources and things of that nature um i um, I know a lot about holistic health and, and um, natural um, remedies and things. And so I do a lot of um, my own research and studying. I'm actually studying to be a functional medicine health coach as well, so that I have that information um, under my belt. And so uh, I have a lot of tools that I utilize um, as an artist to keep myself um, in check, like, um, like when I was doing this feature, everybody on set got sick, um, except for me. I think everyone got sick. Yeah. <laughs> like went around the whole cast and crew, but I, I just, I have this protocol that I know works for health and my immune system and I was getting good sleep and I was making sure I was moving my body and like taking the right stuff. And so, I mean, when you're, when your physical body is in good shape, your, your mental health um, it really does. It's kind of a symbiotic relationship, you know, at least that I, I find for myself. I mean, obviously not every case is like that, but I feel um, like, yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's like, it's, you got to work on the, the physical part. And then the main foundation is, is, you know, your, your own self-talk, how you feel about yourself, your self-love and the support system that you have around you. So like having those foundational elements are so key, especially with, with a career that is just so incredibly unpredictable. Yeah. Such, such highs and such, such lows. (laughs) Well, I'm uh, really glad I got to talk to you today. I'm sorry. And we had a little going back and forth and finding the right time, but I'm glad we finally got a chance to talk today for a short time. Absolutely. I want to ask you, is there anything you want to talk about? Like something coming up you want to tell people about? Um, I think just deep fake. I have just auditioned for a couple of things I'm waiting to hear back on. So I can't promote those until it. No, yeah. I no but um, <laughs> yeah, deep fake uh, is going to be hopefully doing the festival circuit. And um, obviously when it comes out, I will be posting about it, but stay tuned. Definitely. Yeah. And my social media is at the Jess D-I-G-I. Mm-hmm. The Jess D-I-G-I. So follow me and I'll keep you up to date on what I'm doing. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with me here today and uh, talk with us. Um, when I say us, uh, well, whoever listens with, yeah. with this. The collective and, uh, us. The collective us. The we, uh, the royal. Yes. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Have Thank a fantastic you, day. Evan, it was so nice ta- chatting with you. And you I think well. you're asking me about all that stuff. It's so oh. fun to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. So. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.